This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Covered in Pet Hair, a boozy web show for pet lovers on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez Arada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with BFF, Modern Cat Ladies. I'll tell you all about them and introduce you as soon as we come back from these messages from our sponsors. Pets are part of the family. Make sure you can always afford the quality health care they need with Easy Pet Check a nationwide pet insurance alternative. With Easy Pet Check, you'll save up to 75% on all your pet's health care at any licensed veterinarian in the U.S. Easy Pet Check accepts all dogs and cats regardless of pre-existing conditions. Visit EasyPetCheck.com. That's the letters EZPetCheck.com. Taking care of your pet can be easy with Easy Pet Check. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez-Arada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink with two guests from two different locations, which is a first for me because usually everybody's in the same house. So we're going to hope that this goes well because this is a first. But the first guest is a pet parent a cat person, a co-host, a cocktail connoisseur. She's an edible enthusiast, originally from Michigan, current Ohioan, wife to Brian, mom to Cameron and Nikki, cat ma to 11 cats. Dog ma to one dog who obviously has a lot of patience. President of our second guest's fan club, Linda Hall. Welcome, Linda. Yay. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so I happy to have, have you. two daughters, Cassie and Lizzie. They just don't live with us because they've grown up and spread their wings and are doing their own things. But I didn't want to leave Cassie and Lizzie out. I'd get yes. in trouble. Cassie yeah. and Lizzie, yeah. you are here in spirit. Are they old enough to drink? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. So then they can play yeah, along just. the drinking game when they watch this back. They're going to be go. drinking along go. with us. Yes. All right. <laughs> so I want to introduce our second guest who, I mean, you know quite well, and we're going to get into I that. I do. Okay. She mm. is a pet parent, a cat trainer, a pet sitter, a pet photographer, an author, 100% cat person, coffee lover, tea drinker, originally from Buffalo, New York, currently living in Lancaster, South Carolina, which I just learned is a suburb of Charlotte, North Carolina. Cat ma to wait for it. Smoky, Boo Boo, Peanut Butter, Dash, Lovey, <laughs> Cupcake, Brownie, Oliver, Hope, Bella, Gigi, Smoochie, Sunny, Simon, Picasso, Rosie, Simba, Sweet Pie, Sweetie Pie, Missy, and Scooter, the one and only Rita <laughs> Rymers, the multi-cat behavior expert. Welcome, Rita. Ooh, thank you so much. That was a mouthful. I'll tell you. When I saw that question, I'm like, ooh, can I name them all? I got to yeah. 18. I'm like, wait a minute, who am I missing? <laughs> I was going to ask you if you had to do a roll call. Like- I did. <laughs> I got the went through my picture yep. to see who I was missing. Linda <laughs> used to name them to help her go to sleep at night. That used to be a game I played at night, trying to remember all Rita's cats' names. Of course, Kinda the like names of sheep. <laughs> The name you, then. Yeah. you have plenty of cats yourself. Now you can count all of them. So how many cats do we have right now? 
between the two of you? 31. 31. Yeah. And a dog. 31 cats. And my yeah. parents, six dogs. Yeah, oh, yeah. Our parents have six dogs. There's a dog because, people. You know, one day coming to live with me. <gasps> yeah. I grew up with a dog. So someday I may have whatever, you know, my parents are, my dad's in his 80s, my mom's in her 70s. Hopefully they'll live to be 100. But one day I might be the crazy cat and dog lady. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Well, before we go any further, anybody participating in our drinking game tonight, anytime you hear this word. The secret word is edible. Make sure you take a drink of whatever you're enjoying today, hopefully cat themed, and make sure you're over 21 to drink or wherever it is that you're watching from. Make sure you're of legal drinking age and never drink and drive you should always drink responsibly even watching this show and talking about cats and if you're enjoying edibles also edible responsibly i'm jealous yeah i want an edible but i want to know what the word is i i was trying to think about this last night and i thought she can't say cat everybody's going to be so drunk they won't be coherent by the end of the thing if we (laughs) cat you won't know the word until i post the video or until mark edits it into our pet life radio show so we have to drink all the time because we don't know what the word is yeah so basically every every word every word you point every Uh word okay (laughs) i'm gonna gonna have to go to the bathroom too you know (laughs) so you guys are best friends and i want to get into all about that because you guys are experts in your field, all that good stuff. But you can talk about your expertise on your show. We're going to dig into it a little bit, but I want to get into your relationship as BFFs. So our first game today, which is how I start the show all the time, try to introduce it with a game to like loosen everybody up. Today's game is one, two, three BFF. And it's inspired (laughs) by a 17 magazine BFF quiz. Ooh, that magazine. I I used to read that religiously. Oh, me too. And saved all my copies. Yeah, not anymore, but yeah, for years. (laughs) So I lived in Ecuador for a year when I was 11 and my dad was still in Miami and he would ship us copies of 17 magazine. How how fun. What was that like? Why were you in Ecuador? I was born in Ecuador, actually. And when one of our visa statuses changed, we went back and it changed while we were visiting family there. So we couldn't come back until that visa process like moved forward. So we were kind of stuck. You were stuck in Ecuador. That happens when you're in the visa process for the United States. Like you, they tell you don't travel because you could get stuck. And the attorney was like, it might happen while you're gone, but the chances are really low. But of course, happened. if we had stayed, it wouldn't have progressed as quickly, but we left. And so my dad was still here, but my mom, my sister and I were in Ecuador and it was wonderful. Oh. I have great memories of it because it's just, Amazing. you know, we had, we had lots of cousins, cousins, cousins over there. So yes. it was, was, it was like a nice time to be yeah. around. So yes. Nice. All right. Okay. So back to the right. game. Okay. So this is basically, we're going to try to make it so that you respond at the same time. So you're going to answer <laughs> which letter you choose after I say one, two, three, BF. Okay. 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 So the first one, a good friend is someone who A, answers my every call and text. B, is always there when I need them. One, two, three, BFF. B. B. Beautiful. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Number two. <laughs> You know that your friend's crush isn't interested in them. How do you handle the situation? A, you say nothing. You don't want to risk them getting mad at you. B, you tell them they may be upset, but it's better that they know. One, two, three, BFF. B. B. Woohoo! 
very nice. We matched nice. again. <laughs> yes, you did. Three, you borrowed a cool vintage dress from your friend and oops, spilled a few drops of spaghetti sauce on it. The day after you A, returned to it to them and apologized profusely. B, let them know, apologize and offer to pay for the dry cleaning. One, two, three, BFF. B. B. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Number four. At the mall, the people you're hanging out with start to talk trash about your bud. When they turn to you for input, you A, change the subject, B, defend your friend. One, two, three, BFF. B. B. Wow, you guys Linda, are truly best Linda, friends. you're waiting a little too long. You're cheating. Oh no! I was trying to I was trying to time it with you and watch your lips so we do it together. <laughs> All right, I have a bonus question. Okay. This is a yes or no answer. Okay. Okay. Number five. Do besties help each other hide the body? One, two, three. BFF. Yes. Yes. You guys are true, <laughs> true BFFs. Yay! There's no other way around it. If Seventeen <laughs> Magazine says you guys are BFFs, that's it. It's set in stone. So how did you guys meet? We both worked for Richard Simmons. We met on Richard Simmons' cruise to lose. At yep. that time, actually, when I first met Linda, I wasn't yet working for Richard, but she was. I was one of the more normal Richard Simmons fans. So I got to be friends with some of the staff because they knew I wasn't like trying to marry Richard or have his baby or what have you. <laughs> Oh anyway, fast forward, yeah. um, Linda and I, we kept in touch on Facebook. We weren't really best friends at all. We, we just like kind of cursory knew each other. And then Linda started collecting. Started Linda, collecting started, cats, yep. Linda started collecting cats and then she needed advice. And of course, she didn't talk about how many she had on Facebook because, you know, people judge. And she knew I was running just for cats pet sitting and I was a cat behavior. So she would start asking me questions. We started bonding through that. But then really how we really became best friends is Richard decided to retire and Linda had been running his website, richardsimmons.com for like 17 years, 17 and a half. She was getting wow. laid off. I, I love Richard Simmons. I'm a huge fan and wherever oh, he he's may awesome. be, I wish him the very best because I have not laughed so hard with my sister that I know when we did his workouts. Like we were teenagers yep. in the nineties doing his workouts and it was the best time. So Linda I him. teenagers, in the well, 90s. Yeah, teenagers in the <laughs> 90s. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Graduated high school in 85. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I lost weight with this anyway. program. I had tried all these programs and, you know, nothing works. And I ran into his deal meal. It was like $9.99. And, but I wasn't going to get it because it's probably just going to, I might as well just stick a 10 in the closet on the shelf and just walk away from it because, you know, but it really did work. I was doing great and I was reading his books and I started exercising with him and everything. So we went to meet him. I got to be, I wrote him a letter and I got to be the Cinderella in his newsletter. So Elijah Jones called me who he I knew was worked the for him. First infomercial girl. She was his uh, first well, infomercial girl. First. I wasn't, it wasn't the first, but I was. You're the most was notorious. Info, yeah, it was a big infomercial, but yeah. So wait, so we do I have in, access to this yet? Is there anywhere that I could watch? I have to, I'm sure there is. Have you seen the movie? What Women Want with Mel, with Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yes. Linda made Mel Gibson cry in that movie. You know, when he's flipping through the channels and at first he's the macho guy. Okay, so let me back up. So and I, I want to get back to how we actually yeah, became friends I, I met too. Richard in person. For, for I lost like 150 pounds 
And he was so sweet and he wanted me to be on QVC with him. So, <laughs> duh, of course. So I got to be on QVC and had so much fun. He gave me a really cool gift. I mean, it was just amazing. And then I got a call some months later that they wanted me to be in this infomercial they were shooting in New Orleans. So much wow. fun. It was hot. And we always went on the off season because, you know, cheap. And so it was really hot in New Orleans. But yes, and so sweetly, he called me up and he shows, you know, this huge picture of, you know, 300 plus pound Linda. And, um, and then he calls me up. And so I don't know, he asked me something that. and I just started from my gut. Just, you know, I remember there was a lady in the front of the audience who was so overweight. She was in a motorized wheelchair and she was so beautiful. And I was just like, I said something along the lines of, you know, I know how hard it is, but if you could feel for 10 minutes, what it's like to be a healthy weight, you would go for this. You would go. And he just, he stepped off the stage and let me have, and people, Later, I worked on an infomercial for him and we had gotten a testimonial story and it was my job to reduce to my favorites and then he would pick and then I had to stay in touch with him and I got to go on the trip and everything. So I call this one lady, Kelly Cucurulo, now O'Leary. Kelly made my day. I called and I said, hi, my name is it was Woodson at the time, Linda Woodson. From Linda Woodson, Linda Woodson, you're the reason I bought it, Linda Woodson. And I'm like, <laughs> it was quite a she moment. She didn't realize how impactful she'd been to people and that everybody knew who Linda Woodson was. It was just honest from I my heart. I knew who Linda Woodson yeah. was and I hadn't met you yet. Yeah, yeah. So then fast forward some time. And I, I live in Defiance, Ohio. It's a small town. It's just, I'm not in LA. Okay. And I get a phone call and the lady says, I still remember her name and everything. She says, hi, my name is Beth Unger Morrison and I work for Paramount. And I'm like, lady, you got the wrong number. <laughs> and then she says, I got your number from Michael Catalano. That's Richard's agent and manager. Okay. So I'm still like, I, I can't imagine someone should have videoed me. I'm sure my face was like the entire time, <laughs> but so she starts telling me that the, I don't know, director, producer, somebody was up late one night and saw my infomercial and it made her cry. And so she said, we're doing this movie with Mel Gibson. And the idea is he's this macho butt munch that, you know, <laughs> you know, Chauvinist. and there's going to be this part where he's flipping through the channels and, you know, he does not want to watch Martha Stewart's baking. You know, he wants to click on the manly stuff, the sports. And then after his transformation, he's going to flip through the channels and flip through those and land on your story and cry. I made Mel Gibson cry. So they that took the clip. So crazy. I think I remember that clip. Like, yeah. I think that that's like a classic. We're in a, we're in a movie. I don't remember dress. what he was watching, but I remember when he like yeah. starts crying. So I need to watch that movie again. Yeah, you yeah. do. It was the best moment of my life. Well, and I had this dear friend. Well, I still have this dear friend, Kristen, who I've always, we're very close in age, like a month apart. And I just, her body, <laughs> she's just got a banging body. And I borrowed her dress for that infomercial. And the fact that I was wearing I didn't Kristen's know that. dress. Yes. Oh. The fact that I was wearing Kristen's dress was like, oh, I can't believe it. I didn't even try them on at her house. Cause I was sure they wouldn't fit. And then I got home and they fit. I was like, Oh my God. That's the best. That's, that's the so best cool. feeling. Yeah. It, it was really wonderful. So from so, yeah. that, she started working for Richard. And then when he decided to retire, I said to my friend Iris, do you think Linda would want to work on? Because I was trying to develop a clubhouse website, readerimers.com, which we now have. I called Linda and I said, I heard you're getting laid off. Would you even consider working for readerimers.com? She's like, when do I start? At this point, how long had you known each other? Kind of not really that close. Oh, no, about yeah. 12 years, maybe. I'd say it'd probably been 12, 15 years since we met on the yeah. cruise. And I knew you, I mean, yeah. we're on a cruise together. And, and all of the things in Richard's cruises, you know, we travel in packs. We eat together. Right. We do morning workouts and blah, blah, blah. So I knew her. Well, and she had this old man on the cruise that was following oh, no! her around. I remember that. And this is my first me true memory <laughs> of Rita. 
<laughs> this guy tried to follow her into a class and Richard's like, you can't it was be this here. Little You're not old one man. of us. And he had the Ooh. hots for Rita. Oh, holy cow. And I, I, yeah. I had lost all the weight then. Of course, it's back now. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I looked OK. So, yeah, that's my first memory of you. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, you know, I saw her when I had to go to L.A. for something with Richard or whatever. And, you know, we, we crossed paths and saw each other. Yeah. And you learned working for Richard. Everybody wants to be your best friend. And some of them just want to get in. They with have him, ulterior you know, marry motives. him. Yeah. Right. So I tended to hold everybody at arm's length until I saw proof that they were crazy. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, I think once I started working on the radio show, too, that showed everybody that, you know, Richard doesn't have the nut people working for him. Yeah, that's true. So then they knew I was normal. We really bonded over the cats. And we did. Yeah. How many years at this point have you guys known each other? I don't know about. 17, Since I started working for her, it's been well, four so years, you almost met. four years and two months. So, yeah, the I'm day you met. probably close to 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably 20 probably years of friendship here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But the last four is being BFFs. We are so in sync. She could be having an edible. And I'm like, I text her. I'm like, Linda, are you having an edible? Because I have this really bad floaty sensation. She's like, how story. do you know that? That is she so texted crazy. Me. She texted me one day on the way back from the dispensary and it had just hit me. And I was like, oh, thank you. And I get this text. Are you high? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yes. yes, I am. Oh my God. I'm not allowed to go anywhere near that. My husband's in the military. So I need to tell oh, my best yeah. friend that she needs to like telepathically send me yes. her yes. feelings. Send me because your I don't get yes, those. Baby. So you guys have been friends for 20 years. And I want to talk about how you guys are now co-hosts of your show. But I have to go to break. Okay. And talk more about you and your relationship (laughs) and your show as soon as we come back from these messages from our sponsors. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There's no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Radio.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez-Zarada, and today I'm having a blast with two very, very modern cat ladies who are (laughs) best friends. And I say modern because, I mean, we just had a whole conversation about cannabis. And so now we're going to talk about cats. But before we do that, I want to know what you guys are drinking tonight. Linda, okay, you go first. See, I'm not a bartender. I mean, like, seriously, I'd be fired in five seconds. I have no knowledge. So, and if I'm going to get a drink, it's usually like something like fruity frozen, you know, the the dessert drinks that are going to add 80 pounds to my butt. So I have no imagination when it comes to these things. So I start looking up things that are like a cat drink and I, I just, yeah, I don't have that stuff. And so we went with a margarita, but we put in a cat lady glass. Oh, thus making it, thus making it a meow garita. <laughs> Perfection. Perfection. 
I and don't need I, the bartending skills, but I'm creative. <laughs> there you go. I have a tabby tea, which is, it's actually yeah. my favorite drink as an Arnold Palmer. So it's half iced tea, half lemonade. It may or may not have copious amounts of vodka in it. And it's <laughs> in a tabby mug. Linda named it because I was like, what am I going to call this thing? <laughs> tabby well, tea. I didn't want to be left out. So like I already what had my drink planned, but luckily... It kind of works with a cat theme. So Ooh. this is a Satsumiao spritzer. I love it. I love so it. It's, <sighs> it's Satsuma liqueur. I lived in Louisiana and they have a Satsuma rum. And so that's where the orange comes from. Okay. And then it has Sprite. Like it's just a spritzer with a little that's bit of, cool. you know, and it is Satsuma season here in El Paso. We get them from Louisiana, I think. Yeah. And they just arrived at Whole Foods. So I was like, I have to do something seasonal. This I love it. Satsumas. Living in Louisiana, it was like a treat every year. And everybody around That's us had bet. Satsuma trees. So like people would just give us Satsumas. So cool. cheers to you guys. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Cheers, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Get, your, get your tabby tea, girl. All right. <laughs> and I'm sure I am covered in pet hair, too. Oh, oh aren't we all? Aren't we all? Yeah. I mean, you don't even want to know. Like, my children are always covered in pet hair. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, that beautiful yep. dress does not look covered in pet hair. You must have this, really this... stayed away from your pets. Yes, I do. I don't even hang out with the kids after I get dressed for the <laughs> show because it's too dangerous. I bet. <laughs> well, isn't one of your kids a baby, too? Is, the, is there is still spit-up happening? Turned... Oh, she's no. one. Okay. She's one. Okay. Luckily, she was never much for spit-up. But yeah, oh, I mean, good. the other day, but she's drooling because she's teething. So the other oh. day, I made the mistake of wearing a shirt and... I went to get my drink downstairs and she wanted to be held by mama. And before Aww. I knew it, there was drool on me. And I'm like, well, <laughs> luckily it's right where my microphone goes. Oh, <laughs> that's I part of that. being mom. For sure. I so I don't have any cats right now. I love cats. I forgive you. I forgive you. I know. <laughs> one of, I want you guys to know that one of my biggest pet peeves and like few things send me through the roof, like hearing somebody say, I hate cats. Oh, I know. I, it makes me livid. It makes me crazy because it just makes me think like, you just obviously don't know cats. You've never had a cat. You've never been around a cat because there's no way you could know cats and hate them. Precisely. But I do recognize that there are a lot of people out there and maybe there's some of it in me as well that believe that cats cannot be trained. So that's not true. Mm -hmm. I figured as much. I figured you would tell me that. So our second game today is called Are Cats Trainable? Yay! Yay! <laughs> and they I'm are not only trainable, but they are teachable. And there is a difference. Yes. Actually, why don't you go ahead and tell me the difference real quick? And then we'll jump into okay. the game. I'll give my take and I'm sure Linda will jump in. What you want to do is teach cats what is acceptable and not acceptable behavior, or perhaps if they're scratching your sofa, you want to teach them that there are more appropriate places to do that. Now, if you're training a cat, you're teaching them more or less trick training. And there's people who do that. And it's awesome. Like the cats you see on the commercials or on, in TV shows, but uh, it's a different skill set. Honestly, cats teach us what they need more. You know, there's a huge joke between Rita and I that like, you know, I am not putting a litter box in my bedroom. <laughs> Guess and what? then the cat consistently pees in this one spot in your bedroom until you put the litter box there. So in a way, they're training us. But <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
but you can't, you know, I've, I've watched, there are people that click or train, or there's this really cool, you have to look up Billy speaks. We're trying to right. get her on our podcast. Right. Billy speaks. She's on YouTube, Instagram, and I think TikTok. don't hold me to that. She has gotten some of those buttons and taught her cat one at a time to press the button if it wants pets or if it wants. And I mean, that's amazing because the communication you've probably but seen that with dogs, but we've yes, never seen it with yes, a cat before. Yes, I've, I've seen yes. it with what I've seen it with a couple of dogs. It's not something super common either. And for cats, like, again, there's a little part of me that says like cats are just not as trainable as dogs when we compare the two. Right. So I have these, these are common behaviors in cats yes. that I want you to tell me if it's possible, are cats trainable in these ways? So okay. are we, are we answering together again or what? Do you want to take like turns? Well, yeah, we can take uh, turns. Yeah, sure. Let's take turns. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cause I think, and then you can interject if you disagree with the other person. Let's do That's that. That's works. Cause I want, okay. I want to hear both perspectives yep. if there are different okay. ones. Okay. So okay. can a cat be trained to follow commands or cues? Yes, they can. For example, well, let's just do clicker training. A friend of mine, Marilyn Krieger, uh, one of my colleagues, she wrote a whole book about clicker training. She also writes for Castor like I do. And it's more or less teaching a cat that when he does a certain behavior, you associate a clicker with it, give him a treat. Cats are very food motivated. And usually the reward is treat or some kind of high praise. Every time they do a certain act, you click a clicker, give them a treat. And then pretty soon all you have to do is click the clicker and they do what you want them to do. Or a word, you know, my cats all know you want something to eat. I've trained them. They know they start lining up in the kitchen. They know it's time for food. And if I'm in the kitchen until I say that, they don't associate me being in the kitchen with food unless they want to beg for what I'm eating. Cats are motivated by getting a reward. So they're very right. reward focused. As long as they are getting some kind of payoff, you can teach them to do yeah. just about anything. Right, yeah. Linda? Right. Yeah, I think I think that where the misconception comes in is like dogs are just such <clears throat> pleasers. You know, I want to please. Oh, you called me. What do you want? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> you know. Cats, there's got to be something in it for them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're teachable. Yes. They completely understand what you're saying. They may or may not come depending on how right. good the deal is. <laughs> and you know what? Big and, enough. and there are dogs yeah. that are not that responsive either. Like that dog that you describe is like a golden retriever, right? Like super yeah. trainable, yeah. super like yeah. happy go lucky, willing yeah. to please. And I always used to call my husband a golden retriever because he was, when we first started <laughs> dating, he was, all, I would joke with my mom that I was like, I say jump and he says how high, right? Cause like he was, he was so like, like eager to please, yeah. right? Cause yeah. he's, that's mm -hmm. who he is. He's just yeah. a really mm -hmm. positive. But then as we got married and things started getting, you know, more like real, Routine. Yeah, uh -huh. I was like, now he's a German shepherd. Now I have to like really like negotiate <laughs> here a little bit. And there has to be like a higher value reward. And sure, because so exactly. different dogs are different. That's true. That sense, yes. Yes, you know? that's true. And maybe there's like, a little like a cat in that, that the reward has to be big enough. That's how cats yeah. are. Yeah. And some dogs yeah. are like that too. Yeah. I mean, I have a dog that's like yep. a human being that is basically like, <laughs> like he will come when there is food. And if there is no food, he will wait and look at you. And if you're like, it's that one time that you don't have the treat that they're still supposed to respond. He's like, yeah, I'm not responding because I see that there's no treat. Exactly. So yeah. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. yep. Can a cat be trained to use the toilet? Oh, I've seen people do it and I suppose they can, but I don't, don't like that do whole it, idea. Right? Don't do it. Here's, no. Okay. They can't flush. So it's going to be sitting there. Uh, yeah. I've seen them do it. I've seen people say that they've done it. It works. I've seen people video their cat on the toilet. I don't, not sure. It's not that, natural. But, fine. but here's my thing. There's four of us living in this house and two bathrooms. <laughs> it's hard enough to get into the bathroom when you need it. 
without 11 cats lining up to sit on my toilet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you'd have to have one cat. Like that would be like, even like two cats seems like a lot of training involved for like minor reward. And I hear that. I'm sure you guys know this. I'm not going to tell you this, but I'll I'll say it to our audience. Like it's actually not biologically normal for them to do that. And it actually does mess with them a little bit. It does because they need to dig and scratch and cover because out in nature, if they're living in a most cats out of nature, you know, it's, it's a misnomer to, to say that they live alone. They don't. They hunt alone, but they live in a commune, a, a colony, a, a clouder of some kind, the pharaohs out there. And they do their duty, their business out away from where they live, you know, to get that stuff away from them, especially if a cat is sick, he'll go off and do it someplace away where he can bury it also away from them. So predators, if they find it, you know, it's not right near them. But that's why they cover too. Yes. And in some instances, though, they will use it to mark territory to warn other cats. This area belongs to us. Don't cross. So yeah, it's totally against their biological needs and how they think, if you want to say cats think they do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Can a cat be trained to stay off the counter? No. (laughs) Good luck with that one. (laughs) Yes, you can, but it's going to be a big fight. And if you've got more than one or two cats, give it up. Okay, that's, so I, that's very I, good answer. I told Rita at one point, so cocky, uh, I probably had four cats. And I said, my cats she do not was get so on my counters. So. My cats do not get on my dining room table. I taught them not to. Uh-huh. So one day we left the house and I'd forgotten something. So we turned right away and come back. And I find Warren sound asleep on the dining room table. And the look on his face when he saw me, because he was really out. He knew I was going to be home for a while. And the look of, oh, man, when he saw me and then he jumps off. And so I realized I've trained him not to do it in my presence. Right. So, I mean, (laughs) if you really need them off there, there are mats, there's tape, there's stuff you can do to make it an undesirable thing. But, you know, I don't know if it's worth it or not. Just wash counters for you, cook. They get perception (laughs) from being on high. They like to look out over their territory. So that's a high place. Not all my cats. Will go on the counter, but I have some that do. And because of that, can I say this? My mom doesn't <laughs> like to eat at my house. <laughs> I mean, I, I wash everything down before I cook and everything, but yeah, I hope you're not listening, mom. <laughs> Put them over. Love you, Mary. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> Last July when Linda and her son were down here, Cameron, we had them over for a cookout and my mom didn't eat a thing. What was it about the table? She's like, we're going to eat on something. Table. Like, are we gonna, where are we going to eat or how are we going to eat on that? And then, or your dad said that. And then your mom said, she says she's putting a tablecloth on it. And I was like, yeah, I get it. I get it. They're dog people. They don't have cats. But yeah, every time my cats do know they better not try to jump up while I'm cooking. Because, yeah, you know, mine too. Stuff. Yeah. And so, yeah, I have a oh, cleaner course. bleach that I use before I cook. And yeah, they have to stay off until it's, yeah. It's a little scary it's though, because I have electric and, you know, that stays hotter even after the burner's off. So I really, and I, I'm careful to make sure it's cool. And then I have covers that go over in case they get up there before it's cool enough. Not yeah, like gas. So when you shut off the gas, on. it's off, you know? Yeah. 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 For sure. So can yeah. a cat be trained to speak on command? Do you know how like in dogs you'll say speak and they bark? Can no. that work for do- for cats? No, no, no. Because cats meow, they only use meow when they're kittens to communicate with their moms. And then when they, if, as long as they're socialized, when they communicate with their humans, they will meow. But that's not a normal thing for them to do. There you go. They don't meow to each other. So okay. no, yeah. teaching them to speak on command, that's not going to work, in my yeah. opinion. Now somebody's going to write you and say, I taught my cat to say mama. Not really. <laughs> well, it just sounds yeah. like he's saying that. 
Well, no, wait. Pinky. It, now it depends on your cat. Now Rita had this cat. May she rest in peace. Oh, Pinky, Sadie. I miss you terribly, darling. It did sound I, well, like I was she thinking, said no, mama. I was I was thinking about Pinky, but yes, yeah, oh, too. Pinky. But oh, right. Rita would say, Pinky, you do you love, love me? me? And Pinky would go, Meow. It was the cutest thing on the planet. But it's just her that. that. Yeah, I was gonna say it's just she's a communicative cat and she answers right. it. My daughter Nikki has a cat like that. Tiger. But you can't say here's a treat. Speak, speak. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. that doesn't it's not in the same way as a dog, but people no. will then comment and say, My cat talks like Pinky and right. Nikki's cat Tiger. And Nikki has the funniest conversation. Oh, I love with Tiger. Tiger. And he'll arf at her back, you know, he'll err and she'll say, Don't sass me. And he'll be like, And you know, they have these conversations going. So, but that's that's the cat, you know, that's out of all the cats we have, that's two. So, <laughs> right. Well, I, <laughs> I love, love I love and we did. Yeah, we didn't sit purpose. down and yeah. yeah, I love yeah, the, that was their desire. Somebody, I love you saying that somebody is going to write and say that I taught my cat to say mama. Like, yeah. I, please, if you they taught will. your cat to say mama, please get in touch. I would love that kind of hate <laughs> And mail. a little video clip. Yeah, yes, yeah. and a video clip, please. Yes, yes. All right. So last one. Can a cat be trained to be friendly with a resident bird or small mammal? That might they, be another pet of, in the house. Yeah, they can. And I've seen it happen. But do you really want to risk the life of your bird? I've seen people, you know, have their parakeet next to their cat and all that. But, you know, they're fighting that prey drive. It's a natural instinct in cats to hunt and prey and eat their, you know, I wouldn't risk it. Not a, especially not unsupervised. Now, cats and rabbits get along really well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cats don't, That's they don't hunt down bunnies or I think out of nature, they might hunt down the little baby ones, but no, I've had a couple of clients that had cats and bunnies together. And if you do a little research on it, which I did, they actually can be great friends, but I wouldn't trust it with a, a rat or mouse or bird, something they would normally, you know, hunt and yep. eat. No. Yeah. Not now, even a small dog trying. or something. Yeah. A small dog or something like the different cats react to my dog differently. I, I'm pretty sure Sadie thinks she's a cat because she's living with all cats. And what does oh, she know? Tell them, about that, tell them about that cat and the blind dog. We took in a cat. <laughs> a family member of mine was getting married and her new husband's son was deathly allergic to cats. I mean, like peanut allergy allergics, like oh. anaphylactic shock allergic. So they've got their cat and they, they really need to, to rehome this cat. And I ended up taking it in. And then my daughter took him thankfully because Marley just did not like being around other cats, but she lived all her life with just this dog and the dog went blind and Marley used to lead the dog. The dog would follow her, you know, by scent. So she used to lead the dog into corners so that his face was facing the corner. And then she would leave him there. <laughs> he was like, that's so mean. That's, like, that's, so, that's so that is cat behavior. That is typical cat, cat behavior. behavior. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah uh, some of my cats ignore my dog. There's yeah. Galway will play with the dog. And I watch them and, and Sadie thinks she's so tough. And she's just her, her, her. And I keep saying she could slice you open in two seconds. So no how idea. big, what breed is Sadie? Sadie's a wow, chihuahua. Wow. So yeah, she's a small, yeah. Some of my cats are bigger than my dog. Yeah. So yeah, but she's learned who to mess with and who not to mess with. And they tolerate her as long as she doesn't mess with them. And if she does, she's going to get smacked upside the head. So, yeah. and chihuahuas sometimes <laughs> test their limits. So it's kind yeah. of, yeah, yeah. kind of good yeah. that she has somebody putting her in her place. Well, this, uh -huh. this dog yes. is scared of its own shadow. She's oh. just, she's a nervous <laughs> wreck. She's very special. She's just, She's just very special. I think she came from an abuse neglect situation. Oh no. It's oh, one of the reasons I adopted her. Yeah. The poster had like, I don't know, a million small children. Okay, probably four boys, all <laughs> under like the age of five. 
you know that dog was getting just that's yeah, my rosy stepped on i saved my yeah. rosy from that situation yeah. yeah yeah it just wasn't a good fit yeah, yeah it's no, like we got to get no. this dog out of here yeah. we talk about this a lot on this show because i have a three-year-old who torments me every day and yeah i mean if and i'm his mother right so like any animal would be like what is the problem here so yes yeah, no. yes exactly energy levels are yeah. just so so different yeah. so yes. i know that you all do a show on pet life radio called 19 cats and counting and right. i know that rita is technically it's called 19 cats and counting yeah. because she had 19 cats Yes. It's 31 cats and counting right now because Linda, you're the co-host. Yes. I know so- we should change the name really. Cause <laughs> I have 20 now. So wait, my so- that's why it's end counting. And yeah. Exactly. That's why the end counting covers the changes. So Rita, when you were offered this opportunity, did you immediately say like, I'm doing this with Linda or how did that happen? Actually, Linda and I, we'd been talking about this for years. You know, every time we would be on the phone and we still do this, we'll be on the phone, you know, talking smack about our cats, about the reality of having that many cats in our household. We're like, this should be a radio show. This should be a show. This should be actually wanted to do. We want to do a real, you know, film. Sebastian would tell yes. us you need to put on uh, go cameras and just tape yourselves because especially when no we were life. running uh, just for cats pet sitting because nobody would believe the stuff that happened. So uh-huh. actually, Linda and I started doing this podcast um, ourselves. It was not hosted on Pet Life Radio for the per- first two episodes, but then we did a show, another show on Pet Life Radio, Catitude. And in talking with being on the show and talking to Mark, oh, then we did Arden Moore's show. Arden's, yeah. And I said to Mark Winter, what would it take for Linda and I to have a show on Pet Life Radio? And I told him we'd already started the show. He said, oh, I'll put you on. Yeah. He gave us the opportunity. He pulled the first two shows off where they had been hosted and pulled them over. And we've been on Pet Life Radio ever since. We were, of course, co-hosts all along. But during the pandemic, when Linda was really sick and when Sebastian passed away, I hosted the show myself. And I was so happy when she could come back because it's just, you know, you've seen Linda talk. She's I'm the serious one. And she's like got the creativity and the sense of humor. So with her on the show, it really adds a, a different vibe and sparkle. I love it. I absolutely love the dynamic. So do you, I'm a TV person, which is why I have a show that's kind of like late night inspired, but did you ever watch Just Fab, the British show? I've seen that. Uh Uh-huh. I don't think I've seen that. No, no, sorry. Ab Fab. Absolutely fabulous. I knew which one you meant. Yeah. I don't think I've I've seen seen that. that. Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. friends. One's blonde, one's brunette. Yes. They drink a lot. They have yes. one, like one of them has a daughter. Yes. You guys are totally abfab. You guys have Play. a great dynamic. I've never had it. a roommate, but when Linda comes to stay, you know how a lot of time you have company come and you're like, you can't wait for them to leave. I don't want her to leave. I could live oh. with her. No problem. Same difference. Yep. Same thing here. Yep. I could stay you got, forever. You're, yep. you're more like sisters than like friends. Almost. Yeah. We've often it said that. It is a very weird. Yeah. It is a very weird. Yeah. That we found each other and just clicked like we did. Yeah. We yeah. do you, like mostly the same things. And, you know, you may have this may not be the first lifetime that you all know each other. There you that's go. possible. I believe Maybe that's that. it. Maybe that's yeah. it. And we've got a lot of plans together for the future. I still want us to do a TV show. We were going to, we actually, we started another YouTube series called Let's Talk Cats, where we let our hair down. It's a lot less professional than 19 Cats and Counting. You know, we actually might swear a little bit. (laughs) Talk about what it's really like to live with an a-hole cat. Um, We were going to start a series where we wanted to go to shelters and rescues 
in different parts of the country and, you know, raise awareness about the need for adoption, especially when it comes to cats. I mean, dogs too, but cats are kind of the forgotten ones of rescue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they have way less chance of getting out of especially a a shelter than dogs do. So we wanted to kind of highlight, especially the the private rescues where people are spending their own money. There's so many out there that are not even nonprofit that, you know, they're spending their own money and people send them food and and things out of their Mm -hmm. graciousness of their own heart. But of course, COVID came along and we couldn't go ahead with that. But I'm hoping someday I'd love to see a series on it. I would love to see it on Animal Planet, something like that. Yeah. Everything on Animal Planet, except for Jackson Galaxy, my cat from hell seems to be dog focused. I love dogs. I grew up with a dog. Nothing against dogs. I love my parents' dogs, but cats are really neglected and forgotten. They're underserved for sure, especially in the behavior and training, which is really detrimental for their opportunities being rescued because people are convinced that they're not going to do what I want. They're not going to be good pets. They're not like a dog that's eager to please. They don't want to snuggle. That's not true at all. If you've not had a cat, you don't know what to expect. But you also, if you are going from a dog to a cat, you also do need somebody to help you make that transition because it is a totally different species. We've had some pet sitting clients who said, you know, this is my first cat. I really don't know. Or we've had guys, we had so many men as clients for cat sitting, you know, married, single, gay, straight, all kinds, you know, because they've discovered that with a dog, you've got to get home to walk the Mm -hmm. dog or what have you. And if they work long hours or if they want to party after work or whatever, you can have a cat and do that. They're starting to discover that, wow, cats are a lot more friendly trainable, amenable, a lot more company than they ever thought they would be. Well, yes. I obviously yes. could do this all day. I could talk Us to you too. I day. know. Oh. We need to have you back on the show so we can dig into yes, more yes. stuff cat related. Yes. But before yes. we go any further, I want you to tell us how our listeners and viewers can get in touch with you if they want a virtual a consultation, how they can join your clubhouse. Tell sure. me everything. Things I have learned just from being at Rita's side for four years. And now I'm taking going to be taking a class um, to get certified. She's becoming well, certified. Yeah. She Yay! Is, Congratulations. Because That's I'm so exciting. fascinated because she taught me so much. And I have likened it to having an autistic nonverbal child and needing to reach them and the things that parents will do. You can reach your cat. And you can find out, you know, Rita's the one who taught me that the slow blinky eyes from a cat means they love you. The first time I realized my cat just said, I love you. Do you know how huge that is? (laughs) (laughs) It's the most wonderful thing. It's so sweet to be on the receiving end of that. And that's what I told her. It's like, you have this ability to give people a relationship with their cats. So she's got, if you go to www.readitreimers.com. There's lots of information. There's an online clubhouse. You can post on the boards, be there with other people, and you have unlimited access to Rita. You can send emails in and say, you know, my cats, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? It's just um, $9.95 a month. Yeah, for $9.95 a month. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's worth its weight in gold. And then people, there's a part on there where you can contact us if you need a behavior session. So people will contact us and say, you know, my cats aren't getting along, my cat's pooping outside the litter box, whatever. So we'll do a Zoom. They usually run about an hour, but we've run over. We don't stop anybody, you know, it's as long as as it takes. Yes. And you've got both of us because, you know, I'll write thoughts down. And then when Rita stops, I'll say, what about the, oh yeah, you know? And so we, we kind of, you get two for the price of one. And then she sends, she videos it and sends the video. How many times have you left your doctor's office and gone? I didn't tell him that. What did she say about that? 
what was that? I so don't just video. video. I, I also write up, you know, things especially, that we talked about. Especially if you're communicating that to your spouse or your children. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of really couples want. come yes. on together. Yeah. Which is yeah. awesome. We yes. love that. And it should yes. be a family effort. I'm sure you encourage that. It is. Without a doubt. It takes, well, yeah, it takes a village. We don't make a lot of money off that. You know, I dropped my rates considerably because it's the pandemic. Right. People don't have a lot of money. Of course, I need to charge yep. something because, you know, we need to make a little something it's 125 but one of my famous colleagues charges 1250 dollars 1250 dollars i'm 125 dollars 125 dollars for a consultation one-on-one is so affordable and 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 we don't just drop them either we we stay with them and help yes right yes we check if they don't check in we check in and we tell them you know if you're having some concerns you know send us a video of what you're seeing we're with you until the end how many years have you been doing this rita um, I want to say about, let's see, around the time I started just for cats pet sitting. So about 18 years. Okay. So there's a value in 18 years. Like you, it's not just there's living now. Value. It's all yeah. the education. Yes. that you. We'll probably go up a little over the after everybody's back to work. We'll probably go back up a little bit, but yeah. you know, right now I just want people to get the help they need. We've had a glut of people calling about integrating their cats because there's been a lot of adoptions during the pandemic pandemic puppies pandemic kitties you know yeah yeah so a lot of people you know they're they've been living with their cats in separate parts of the house for six eight months yeah don't do that you know don't do that i'll read up rita and i working with richard was such a huge value and we were kind of modeling over because we were he was reachable the reason richard was so successful is because he was really reachable you know if you went into slimmons you could take richard's class every week, as long as he wasn't traveling, you could write him, he would write you back, you know, he was accessible. And that's what our goal is, because so many cats get rehomed for the dumbest reason. Well, I don't mean that I it's real to the person. For reasons that we can solve problems Correct. that are solvable yes. if you know what to do. Yes. But if they don't know right. what to do, and they feel hopeless. Yes. Here's the thing so, too that 125 we split it so neither one of us is yeah, making a lot of yeah, money on this. Yeah. No, yeah, you don't need to yeah. you don't need to raise those prices. But if, we, it doesn't we matter will. what we the will. price we'll is, you guys bring so much to the table. Do you have a Facebook group also? Yes, it's called Cataholics. Some people yes. mistake think it's Catholic Catholics. About a few people, Some people yes. this yeah. person right <laughs> here because I I'm Catholic and I'm in a Catholic moms <laughs> groups, Catholic uh-huh. homeschool moms groups that, that fellow Catholics have added me to. That's and awesome. I, sometimes I'll see it and I'll be like, oh, ca-, and I'm like, oh, it's the Catholic. Oh, I know one of my I'm friends asked me. He said, I'm agnostic, but I'll join your group because I'm open minded. I said, no, no, it's Catholic, not Catholic. And it's happened to laugh. me. Yeah. It's definitely happened to me. Uh, so, so, and that's yep, open yep. to anybody who that's wants to learn to more and yes. share yes. things. So yes. I will put all of the links in the show uh, synopsis for Pet Life Radio right. and on YouTube as well. Yep. I just want to propose a toast to both of you yes. for being on the show today. Thank you so much yes. for letting us talk incessantly Thank about you. cats because we love Oh them. my gosh. We're just getting started. We're going to have, we're so gonna much have a fun. recurring show here so we can catch Ooh, up. I love it. I love it. Yay. I love it. You know, yes. You, you, you called me uh, Ab Fab, and uh, Ma'am Bialik called me a rad cat mom. So I love all this. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, you had her pretty, on the show. You've She's had awesome. some amazing um, interviews. We've been blessed. That, yeah, for We've sure. We've been blessed. We're I miss some people them. that are, that, you know, if we get them on the show, we're, we're going to have a lot of fun with. So 
That is so cool. So yeah, I'm also going to put your uh, the link to your podcast oh, please um, do. in all yep, of the good. descriptions Yay! so people yes. subscribe. I also want to propose a toast to all of our executive producer, Mark Winter, for making yes. this and your show yes. possible. Cheers to you, Mark. Uh, cheers, 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 Mark. Mark is awesome. That we man has Mark. the patience of Job. Oh my gosh. He does. So I've said that to my husband so many times. I'm like, I think Mark hates me, but he's so kind anyway, because I'm he's, always emailing him with issues. <laughs> Nothing rattles him. He's always very calm and even. Bless that man. Love him. Bless that man. Mark, here's to you. To you, Mark. Also, to your audience and my audience for spending some time with us and sharing their love of cat and dog and rabbit and whatever it is we're talking about. Rabbit and bird and horses and anything with a heartbeat, really. We love animals. Oh, my. Oh, my. Cheers. (laughs) To learn more about Covered in Pet Hair, please visit CoveredInPetHair.com or PetLifeRadio.com. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you next time. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.